I didn't even have anything crazy planned for episode 200. Literally, I said I was going to do something big. But in my head, and at the time, I was just thinking like, man, I don't know if there's anything I want to do. Like, nothing too big. I just focus on having, like, the best shows. But we are back. It is episode 200. I'm excited. Very, very excited here. Um, Very cool morning also, too. So it's a... September 10th already. I can't even believe it's like September 10th. And uh, also, on top of that, like we're nearly halfway through the month, almost, almost that way. But it's not even anywhere near just the fact that we're in the 10th already. Then October comes in November, then December, then boom, 2020, where another year has gone by. But I'm, I'm waiting for it. I can't wait. I'm excited. And I'm even more excited to be here with you guys. Like I said, episode 200 of Kicking It with the King. This is your host, Gabriel Hernandez. For those who don't know, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, folks, at G the King MMA. You can follow our show available everywhere you get your major podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, folks. It's a good morning. It's been really cool the past three days, the past few days, man. And, you know, who would have ever thought that it, it would it would be cool here? I mean, it's been hot as fuck forever. And I can't remember a time where it wasn't hot as fuck. I've been hot as fuck for hell long. Sweaty all the damn time. Just blazing hot weather. Constant headaches. Obviously, need to drink enough water. But just in general, that can cause migraines from how hot it is. And, you know, not using excessive energy in conditions like that but you know like i said fall's coming and followed by winter fall load by winter you get it um but yeah so winter's coming i mean it's cool it's breezy it's still a little hot outside but there's a a breeze and the trees are moving and that's the most important part like i've told my family members i've told people if the trees aren't moving man it's fucking hot i'm staying my ass inside blasting the ac turning on the fan or or being in the gym i'm like i don't mind sweating though don't get me wrong i'm not saying oh i don't want to sweat i don't want to work hard blah 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 it's not that it's just fucking hot man so when when you're hot is fuck in the gym it's like it's not like you're outdoors you're literally in the gym with air conditioning and and there's a big ass fan ahead on over me most of the time when i'm working out so um i just felt like i mean i feel like it's uh what is it what am i looking what am i looking for i'm drawing a blank here somebody help me out um and it's like you're being air conditioned but you're I guess you're doing something that you like to do. Like, if I'm going to sweat, I'm going to sweat doing something I really like to do. So, I'm not going to want to sweat, you know, pulling weeds or or digging deep holes and shit like that. I'm not going to do some horrible, bummy-ass shit to get hot and sweaty. Like, I don't like being hot, man. That's the thing. Like, I don't like to be hot. I don't like to be in a crowded room i don't like to be stuffed up like that and like honestly i just i i really really just don't enjoy the um the just the overall the whole process man just being hot being like not being able to you know focus think straight i swear like it it does the opposite of jogging your memory it like it like wipes your memory makes you like forget things you know, you know like i worry a lot more and um like i don't like to feel like that you know i like to I like to have a clear mindset. I like to focus on the thing that things that matter the most, and you know, and I don't like to have distractions. That's the thing. So like, it's been hot. The weather's been cool. I've been cool. Um, lots of stuff happened as of late. 
we're going to talk about it. Let's not waste any time. There's no lineup. I didn't release or write an official lineup. How crazy is that for like the 200th episode? Like one, I've been swearing to get to episode 200. I could have got there hell long ago if had I done like two episodes per week and stuff. But I mean, how crazy is it for me not to have a lineup, a list? I didn't have anything. I just came on and I was excited. Did have a little anxiety because I have been suffering with anxiety and it's a normal thing. But uh, whew, we're here. That's all that matters. Episode 200, you motherfuckers. Let's not waste any time. Obviously, we know what went down last night. And we know what... I mean, not last night, last weekend, obviously. And we know of the future events and specific things that have happened and if you guys get what i mean we are referencing and talking about obviously ufc 242 in abu dhabi wrapped up khabib Nurmagomedov once again is the ufc lightweight champ well not once again he's always he's been the champion he hasn't lost the belt but he once again defends his belt against dustin poirier and a very beautiful very dominant performance heard definitely that was hot as fuck there they're having ac issues coincidentally i mean they come here to abu dhabi i mean they built this arena for them specifically and only for them constant work hours back to back to back to back to build that arena and you're telling me they can't bring ac come on ufc do better than that but anyways like i said it did affect a lot of the fighters on the car i know a lot of fighters talked about it and stuff and you know i was kind of worried for the main event because of khabib you know how khabib has a gas tank and and you know as well as poirier poirier has a great gas tank as well but you know just the fact that khabib khabib's on another level he's so hard to handle i mean congrats to khabib but i could not say that without hurting for dustin poirier i mean as soon as that choke was locked in as soon as the fight was over fuck man my eyes watered um it was an emotional time because for a lot of people that don't know if you don't know dustin poirier you should do your research most definitely but for me as a personal fight fan he's one of the few people that i really started watching i watched him over back in 2012 when a lot of other people started and you know some people may have started watching him you know Maybe just started watching him as of late recently after his past few fights. But, you know, he had the feuds with Connor. He had the good, entertaining, fun, wild, scrappy fight with Korean Zombie. And ever since then, he hasn't lost. He hasn't lost since the fight with Connor. Oh, the fight with Michael Johnson, excuse me. Sorry. But um, going back to that fight, he just got caught. I mean, Michael Johnson has fast hands for days and he can catch anybody. But, you know, ever since then, Dustin came back and. You know, hadn't lost in forever, so it feels like forever since he's lost. Definitely was hurting for him. Definitely had the eyes watering. I'm like, is there allergies going on? What's going on in here? Why why are my eyes watering? What's going on here? But no, overall, I mean, it's just because you're like, as a fight fan, as you love all these people and you care about these fighters, you know what they go through. Well, in a way, and you know about them, you know, their life story, where they came from and all this other different kinds of things. It makes it to where it's a little more personal for you rather than just watching a fight on national television. So, I mean, it was a great fight, great performance by uh, Khabib. Like I said, he's unstoppable, man. It, it, I mean, it's hard for anybody to look good. So, I mean, Dustin, like I said, ride or die to the very end. Huge fan. Always supported him. If you guys seen my post, my heartfelt post to him, I did kind of feel a little emotional writing it. But that's the nature of the sport, and that's the beauty of the sport. And how about beauty? Um, 
when when the fight was over and you know it's time for Bruce Buffer to officially announce the winners, Khabib wearing Dustin Poirier's uh, Reebok uh, fight kit shirt and um, Dustin Poirier wearing Khabib's, and you know just despite all the you know everything, there was no bad blood since the very beginning of this fight was announced. You know these guys cordially had res- a lot of respect for each other. Dustin was just the kind of guy that wanted to you know fight for his dreams, fight for the world title. Finally. Uh, have his career-defining moment there last Saturday. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case, but um, we did, we, we, I mean, in a way, nobody lost in that one because it, it was a beautiful outcome regardless. If you know of Dustin Poirier, you know that he obviously runs a, a non-profit organization called the Good Fight Foundation, um, also is working in um, I think Uganda to build water for the uh, wells for the pygmies and stuff. This sounds familiar. Joe Rogan talks about it on, on his uh, podcast all the time. So, I mean, if you're familiar with that, he's doing a lot of charity work with them. I mean, uh, if you know every single fight that he has, all the fight kits and all his gear that comes from those fight nights, you know, he auctions them off and, you know, the high, to the highest bidder and, you know, he donates all that money. He doesn't pocket a single penny of it. And, you know, a lot of fighters contributed to it. Khabib even said that that he will sell the T-shirt and all the all the money from the T-shirt that who who he sells to will go to his profit uh, nonprofit organization. So I mean, if you really really think about it in a deep way, it it almost seems like you know it was a win win for both men if you think about it. But um, like it wasn't obviously Poirier wasn't successful. He didn't have that belt unified he didn't have that belt wrapped around his waist yet again but you know a lot of beauty was also created that night too with the sportsmanship and you know hearing Khabib and just seeing Khabib jump over the cage and hug Dana White if you go back remember UFC 229 the craziness that was I mean it's kind of like a a breath of fresh air seeing him come back I mean um, after all that craziness you know Khabib comes back and you know looks good like he did. I mean, that choke was tight. I mean, there was a couple of really, um, not, uh, let me think. There was a couple of really, um, scary positions at a couple points in, in the fight early on. When Dustin came on, he landed those shots. He looked to wobble Khabib a little bit. He was kind of chasing him. You know, he kind of wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't like he was landing each and every punch, like, devastatingly, but Khabib was hurt. Khabib actually had real good defense. He, was, he wasn't he was really, like, panicky, or he didn't, like, instantly try to shoot for a takedown for dear life. But he, he really, you know, he, he kept his composure. And he, if he hurts you, like, if we go back, going back to the Michael Johnson fight, if you see, you see when he got hurt, he, he, he adjusted. He realized that's not what he was going to do. He's going to go with his bread and butter. He's going to take him down, and he's going to smash him. And, you know, Dustin just had no answer for, the grappling of Khabib as I mean as does everyone else who fights Khabib nobody has an answer I mean at this point I'm saying if Tony Ferguson can't beat Khabib when this fight is announced when this fight comes together for the fifth time fifth time's a charm that's not really a a term in my head it's usually third time's a charm but you know this fifth time's a charm if a fucking meteor hits, that better be the only reason why this fight does not happen because I'm going to p- essentially give up on the hope for this one because I just don't think that it will happen if that's the case that, that's the case that's made. Just being honest. I'm being completely honest. So, like, it's, a, it's an intriguing fight for sure. I mean, like I said, it's one of those rare cases where I can still believe slightly in somebody to be able to 
potentially, possibly be able to dethrone the champion, which is very hard. I mean, Tony Ferguson obviously is on the 12 fight winning streak, and you know, and you know, has looked fantastic in all of his fights. I mean, he's had exciting finishes. He's had uh, exciting fights. You know, back and forth fights, wild fights, bloody fights, exciting fights, fight of the nights. You know, performance of the nights, and you know, he's done it all. I mean, he's long deserving of a title shot. We've all felt that for so long, and um, you know, that's the next thing for him. It's just a matter of, is he actually going to get it done? Because Khabib, I mean, K- K- Tony's sloppy. I mean, not sloppy, but it's funny how Tony said Khabib was sloppy. But, you know, Tony, like I've said this a long time ago, he does leave himself a little too open. I mean, Khabib could take him down. But, you know, Khabib can also put Tony in a bad spot as Kevin Lee put Tony in when they fought me. You know, ground and pound, the viciously getting on top. I mean, you could prepare wrestling all you want. You could sprawl and ball. You can practice every single position. But when you're fighting Khabib, it's it's like he's a cheat code. Like he's a, he's a game. He's you can't do what you think you can do in training with a guy like Khabib. There, there's I can't reiterate and I can't explain this enough to anybody. But there's nobody like him. That's just why. I'm, I, I in my head, if you want to bet, I bet you, Khabib beats Tony Ferguson. I said it here live, on episode 200 of Kicking It with the King. You guys heard it here. I think Khabib beats Tony Ferguson, and I think Khabib beats Connor in a rematch. So no talk of this Connor stuff. I really am uninterested at this point. Because I'm just going to be completely realistic. I don't think anybody stands a chance with them. I think that it will be pretty much a little bit of the same. The thing is for Khabib, as he's getting better as a striker, as a martial artist, as pacing himself, put, essentially, uh, you know, putting together the grappling a lot. I mean, he's already sensational in that grappling. So how much better can he get in that department? It's just the fact that he's getting his his uh, his um, striking better and all those other different assets. But you know, I seriously think without even without the striking, he poses a problem. Because a huge majority of the time that he's been fighting, he he hasn't been the best striker. He's beaten people that have been far superior strikers than him. And probably more than half of those people still are better people on the feet. Kickboxing fight would be completely different. The MMA fight, Khabib smashes everybody because of the wrestling, because of grappling, because of the constant pressure. And he does not stop. That's the thing. He does not stop. And he's not going to stop. So, I think that... You know, obviously, like I said, Tony Ferguson comes to mind. Um, if I really want to talk about legacy fights, I know Khabib talked about George St. Pierre for the longest time. And for me, that would be an intriguing fight, interesting fight to see. Wonder what weight class I would be at if that were to happen. And, and to see what would happen in there would really define and really show really how good George is and how really good Khabib is. Because whoever wins that fight, regardless, legacy, that was legacy. All these fights are legacy, so seeing what Khabib was able to do obviously was real, real fantastic. Um, you know, when he got caught in that guillotine choke, I knew it wasn't tight. I mean, I saw it. It was tight. It was real tight. Justin's real good with jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, but um, I just, I was confident, man. I, I didn't feel like it was tight. Obviously, you feel that Khabib's, like, been in a lot of hard spots like that in his, in, um, in his career before and training and in the gym, so I'm pretty sure he's... Highly familiar with that spot, with that position, and you know, I'm I'm pretty sure maybe they trained for it, maybe they didn't, but I don't think Khabib was gonna tap. Not at that point. He was holding on to it. I knew his tired, his hands were gonna essentially get tired. I mean, where, where they were in Abu Dhabi was hot as fuck. Still curious to see what Dominic Cruz said to 
Dominic Cruz texted Joe Rogan. He just couldn't say it on the air. It's like, what did he possibly say? That was so funny. And they were laughing. They were like, don't say it on the air. Don't say it on the air. And and then so forth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, man, it was an interesting. It was a great fight, great fight card. Um, Joanne Calderwood looks, looked very good against Andrea KGB Lee as well as uh, Paul Felder versus Edson Barbosa was a fun one, a great fight. Um, split decision. Uh, a lot of people didn't agree with uh, Paul getting the the nod. I, I can see where all these methods come from and all these theories and thoughts and and and, and you know people. I get where people are coming from because I could I could have saw it going either way. You know, I almost didn't have a clear cut winner. I was just aiming for Paul because I know that. Him versus Edson Barbosa, career-wise, I feel that Edson's been in the game a lot more and has rounded out his skills almost more more halfway to the top than Paul is. And what I mean by that is Edson already has a phenomenal skill set. He's fought the best in the world. He's he's beaten all the best in the world. I and mean, we've seen Paul fight a lot of good guys, a lot of talented guys, a lot of top-tier guys, and just overall solid competitors. But, you know, he's fought some really good guys. I mean, Edson was probably his first toughest test and you know still probably one of the toughest fights that he's had and also you know Paul obviously is in the top 10 he he obviously has aspirations I'm sure to be a world champion I'm sure he wouldn't be here without it uh, be in the UFC if he didn't have those kinds of goals but you know it, it was um, a better storyline for him because I was happy for him and basically based off everything he's been out of late if you follow his story if you're close following him you you understand what I mean I'm not going to explain it if you guys understand him obviously he lost father and stuff like that so it's devastating too but you know for Paul I was really excited and really glad to see that he's a devastating striker um every time he hits pads i get the chills every time tyron woodley hits the pads and it chills like all these people i mean it's crazy um and you know for him that was a big win a big win congratulations to him and what's next i, I mean give him another top top 10 fight top five whatever see who's available i mean i never, can't really necessarily think of anyone at the top of my head i, I mean I, this is the one this is the one that's in my hands where i say I'll, I'll see what the ufc wants to do i'm just not brainstorming it right now because there's so much on my mind so much to get uh, to on this episode so like i said um uh a lot of drama speaking of drama and in, in the world of mixed martial arts i mean looking at um the tweets um, Colby Covington is in the news. Jorge Masvidal is in the news. As well as Dustin Poirier. As of late, if you woke up this morning and caught uh, a little... I, I caught a little screenshot of uh, the ESPN MMA's account of the interview that Colby did on Ariel's show yesterday. And uh, it, was, it was Colby just being Colby. I thought it was a fantastic interview. I thought he said everything right in that interview. I, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like anything was fabricated, anything was trying to be sold or anything. It seemed like genuine frustration and genuine, you know, displeasure. That's exactly what I've seen with that Colby interview. But um, to go to the post, if you were looking at the comments, if you pay attention to the comments, I looked at the, uh, the comment and uh, I guess because Colby was saying that, talking about Masvidal and, and calling him like Dustin Poirier, crybaby or a little, you know, like a crybaby, basically something like that. <laughs> Come on. Dustin Poirier said, uh, let me see, I'm going to quote this because it was such a fantastic statement. It was a little kind of a, what is the word? 
made me a little nervous inside, a little chilly. Like, it gave me the chills. It said, when I see you again at the gym, Colby Covington, it's on site. I promise you. That's the the Instagram he said. And the thing is, Colby trains with Jorge Masvidal. He trains with Dustin Poirier. So, they're under the same roof at, like, the top-tier gym, the best gym in the world, American Top Team. And... I'm pretty damn sure that their training schedules aren't too far off, so they're going to have to cross paths some some way, somehow in that gym. And both Masvidal and Poirier have said that now. I mean, the Masvidal one was the shockingest part. I mean, the whole tension between the welterweight landscape and uh, putting together the title fights. I mean, Kamaru Usman was reportedly almost stripped of his belt because negotiations got that bad. And they're almost offering Leon Edwards a unification bout. That's what Ariel said. They offered Masvidal, Usman. Usman's turning down fights. I mean, people are getting mad at Colby, but Colby obviously deserves money, deserves championship money, he did win the interim belt, like I said, nothing is deserved, or, I mean, it's earned, but, you know, the UFC, at the end of the day, it's like a mafia, man, they, they choose, what at the end of the day, what fights get together, and at the end of the day, it's up to them whether or not they want to put these fights on, but, you know, like I said, the beef with Masvidal, I, I was like, you know, to be honest with you guys, even without looking at the facts and all that, and, and you know, how, how close they came ranking-wise and stuff, and, and how much tension there was at the top, because all these guys want to be the best, that's the thing, all these guys want to be the best, so, you know, man, you're in my way, and fuck, man, I want to be the best, so I'm going to do whatever I can, but I kind of noticed their tension wasn't as good, I mean, I've heard interviews about Masvidal talking about Colby, and fun fact, I never even, like, not fun fact, but like, I, it doesn't even, it never even seemed like Colby would be the type of friend that Masvidal would want to have, considering, I said this on Twitter, I mean, like, considering the amount of shit talk that, you know, Ben Askren uh, did, you know, against uh, Masvidal, and just the whole trash talk bullshit, uh, online Twitter talk, whatever it is, interviews, and it doesn't seem like Masvidal's about that whole trash talk life. He comes in, he's a, he's a West Coast gangster, him and Nate Diaz are going to fight. That's the solution to all this bullshit. Now, where does Colby go from here? I mean, I like to see Colby fight, but he got to earn some money. I want to see him earn some money. Deserves it. All these guys deserve it. At the top of the heap, man, you're talking about the top dudes at 170 pounds. Come on, UFC. You need to pay these guys. Kamara Usman just won the belt. I made a rant earlier about the uh, new champions. I don't think that they should, you know, call the shots if they just won the belt. Cool, you won the belt. Now defend the belt against a top contender. I mean, it's a logjam at 170 pounds, but these dudes are getting offered fights. Kamara's not accepting it. I don't know what the UFC is going to do next. I don't know what their plans are. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm excited. I think we got a people's main event, a non-title fight. Well, technically title fight for the BMF title. Bad motherfucker title. Best title in the world. We get to see that. And we get to see it this year. I mean, a lot of people were maybe a little bit nervous about not seeing Nate Diaz come back because we've heard the story. We've heard the negotiation issues. We know the story of the UFC. We know what the UFC does. Um, And, you know, quite frankly, I think that this is a perfect move. I do think that the UFC obviously uh, put this fight on for a reason. Because at the, at the end of the day, after after everything else, this is the fight that makes the most sense. As soon as Nate called out George, I thought this was a fight to make. We had to do this. I was praying and hoping that this fight would happen. You know, aside from everything else, I think that the welterweight division is very stacked. Like I said, Colby, I, I did see uh, Abraham Kawa 
on Twitter, uh, manager John Jones, manager to Tyron Woodley, stuff like that. They mentioned uh, he mentioned a potential showdown with Tyron Woodley. You know, for a lot of people that forgot about the beef between Colby and Woodley, that offered up a new solution for me personally because I thought maybe the, out of those fights, I mean, Camaro doesn't seem like he's going to accept any fights with Colby anytime soon. I don't know if he's accepting fights with anyone. Um, Masvidal, like I said, is booked with Diaz. I mean, Colby versus Masvidal. I don't know if they want to do that. Whatever happens with with that one, but you know, there's just a lot of tension, and I never realized that there was this much tension up there. That's the craziest part. I mean, like I said, I can feel it though. I definitely can relate, especially when it gets, when it gets time. You know, time comes when you have two top level contenders in the same division, best friends, same gym, all the if ands and buts, and shit gets tension. Ten- There's a lot of tension up there. I can understand it, man. I'm not against it. I mean. You know, it's an individual sport. All these guys are coming in to be the best fighters in the world. You know, I'm not going to hold your hand through all the processes. I'll support my friends and all that. But at the end of the day, man, I can see that. I, I'm here to be the best. That's what it's like. They're here to be the best. And, you know, sometimes you got to end friendships. I mean, there's friendships I've heard of in MMA that have ended after people fought each other or after, you know, some tension was was happening. I mean, there's nothing nothing bad about it at the end of the day. Like I said, it is an individual sport. Everything Colby said, like I said, in that interview was gold. Absolute gold. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that Masudal interview yesterday was like the most solid thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Like, that was absolute fire. Like, absolute fire. Perfect interview. You, you couldn't picture it. You couldn't put it any better. And Tony Ferguson interview. That one was a great one. Both of those. If you listen to Hell Wani's show, be sure to listen to those ones. Because of the fact that... I don't know if George was high or smoking. I know he smokes weed, but... Like, I thought he was just high. Like, he's pumped up. He's ready to fight, Nate. He's, he's stoked. The deal got done. Why the fuck not drop them serious promos on Helwani's show, which is exactly what he did. And I was like, damn, I still haven't even finished the whole fucking interview. And I'm over here like, oh, shit, let me just share this to my account and post it for everyone to see because I don't want anybody to be missing stuff like this because it's super fire. Like, you just love it and enjoy it. But, uh, Damn. Uh, it was it was absolutely cool. Though. I liked it, but uh, you know, definitely uh, makes for an interesting fight. <laughs> definitely with Masvidal saying uh, Masvidal was saying that Colby is like a softest person he knows. He cries like cries when he read comments. But it, like my question was like, what kind of comments? Is it like the ones people talking shit or like the fans or what is it? Like that's what I was trying to wonder. But just the fact that he said that, I mean, like I I didn't expect Masvidal to hold back anymore. I'm like, I'm there's probably more things that we we could all know. But you know, those are like behind the scenes, and you know they were friends the longest time. But you know things happen and you know that that whole thing was pretty crazy so i'm excited to see whatever happens with them and i think definitely uh well not with them with the whole welterweight division and all that all the whole entire landscape of that i'm excited and i'm confident and i i don't know what else to say about it. i mean i think it's interesting got a uh a lot so let's circle back to the main event obviously let's talk about next what's next for dustin poirier he did kind of allude to not, you know, he said that he didn't know. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, he did kind of, you know, he, he he was a little, emo- he was very emotional after the fight. 
it was a very uh, emotional time. And, you know, I know he wasn't done, but, you know, he did say that something about, you know, potentially not knowing if he was going to do, do it anymore. And that happens, you know, after you put your heart in, you put your, your, your whole efforts, you put everything you have into that training camp. And, you know, for him to come up short, he's absolutely smashed. So those emotions after the fight, but, you know, after a couple of days after the fight, he did post it and say, thank you for all the positive messages. You know, he's down, but not out. It's a devastating thing. If you're in the sport, you know what it's like to lose. You, you, you know what they're feeling. So definitely, uh, Phil for Poirier, um, I do not think he's done. I do think he's still right there. I just think that Khabib's an unstoppable guy. But this, listen, the thing is, Khabib's not going to be here forever, man. He's, he said he's got a few fights left. So if he's really true to his word, and it seems to be because he is a very loyal person to himself, to his team, to his family, to his friends, to his training partners, and all of the above. And I just don't think that Khabib's a guy that's going to bullshit the fans or bullshit anybody else. Only time I feel could be bullshitted us was when he said he wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather. Oh, my goodness, man. Get the hell out of this. It's crazy, man. I didn't think anybody's crazy to want to fight Floyd Mayweather. That's an MMA. And I don't think anybody in MMA could beat Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Floyd is the best of all time. So there we go with that. But, um, yeah. So, anyways, like I said, I still think he's top tier. He's obviously beating a lot of guys at 155 pounds, and you know, obviously, um, was on a huge, a huge, huge streak. So, a little devastating to see that happen. Um, a lot of people pointed to a, a fight, a rematch with Connor, which would be pretty cool. I mean, if Connor doesn't end up fighting this year, I don't know when he's gonna fight, but I don't know what, what's next for him. But he doesn't have anything booked. And for me, personally, as a fight fan, I'm trying not to be annoyed with Connor. But we don't know what goes on behind the scenes when it comes to negotiations, what's truly happening. Like, I want them to be angling for a fight with Connor. Like, I want to see Connor fight somebody soon. Like, the winner of Ga Gaethje Cerrone. It's like, it's like he's not even a contender anymore. It's like you, 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 it's like you got to, like jump through a million hoops just to get this guy to come in. It's like, ooh, it's fat. But um, it shouldn't even be like that. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe that's just me speculating, but, like, I don't, like, it's, I feel like it's really, really hard to get him to, to agree to stuff. Like, that's the thing. But, like I said, if, if Connor does come back, I would like to see him against Khabib. Not Khabib, excuse me. I, don't, I already said that. I didn't want to see that again. Oh, I mean, I will, but I want to see him like, get a couple wins or get a win or something. Kind of gain that momentum back and stop smashing fans' phones <laughs> and uh, punch an old man in the bar. Those aren't wins unless he wants to count the old man as a L or as a W. But, uh, yeah, Dustin versus Connor, I don't know, maybe that. I mean, I don't know how likely that is because, you know, every time Connor's in a fight, you got to build it up. You got to do the trash talk. And I don't really want to see Poirier actually in in that kind of spot i think he deserves a a fresh fight like a, a peaceful fight and especially coming off a loss like that i don't want to see him uh i don't want to see him you know have negative tension put negative energy into things that he shouldn't be because i do, do think he deserves the best and you know like i said that really did hurt you know seeing him lose seeing dc lose and you know these are the people that you like uh you care the most about so it's really devastating um, but like I said, we move on, we get better. Um, always a fight, always a huge fan. doesn't matter. The loyalty stays. 
I can't believe there's fans out there that turn on their fighters. I I don't turn on fighters. That's the thing. I mean, I may say things like the Colby thing, the whole street life thing. I talked about it. If you read my street life to- uh, tweet earlier, I was talking about the fact that Colby's stirring the pot. And he has people at American Top Team that he's stirring the pot with. So that won't be a good thing when it comes to training. Because when it comes to training time... It's not going to be good because he didn't have a target on his back. That's not a good thing. A target on your back? Because what he said to Poirier and Masudal as well. I mean, after I seen what, uh, after I seen what George did to uh, Leon Edwards, I knew he wasn't joking. He does not stand for the trash talk. And once again, I'll keep saying it till I run out of breath. But I didn't think that Colby was... Set to well, was it even a, a, a kind of friend that Masvidal would even consider having? To be honest with you guys, like it doesn't, it didn't even seem likely. Like what the fuck? Why in the fuck would Masvidal want to be a friend with a guy like that who trash talks everybody? You know, I mean, he did spit some facts about people's records, and you know, I'm not necessarily saying they're journeymen. That's not a journeyman thing at this point in time and where you're at in life. I mean. You're not fighting for a belt. You might as well just be fighting to entertain the fans. I mean, they fought. They've been him and Nate have been fighting for a very long time. I, I do think it's a fun, uh, fun fight. Interesting to see what will happen when these two collide in the cage. But um, you know, Stockton versus Miami, Cuba versus America, American Top Team versus Caesar Gracies. I can't wait for that. It's going to be a great one. Um, what else? What else do we got? I mean, like, today's kind of in a rush, but we got like part, like part two and stuff, like all this other shit, all this other shit coming up too. But like, it's like, like I said, this episode's real. We talk about a lot of stuff today. And I was like, I'm not trying to get out. It's like 33 minutes long, but we did cover a lot of stuff. And I also potentially will be releasing another episode of segments later on this week. But, uh, yeah, basically we covered it all, man. There's a there's a fight night later on this weekend um, between Cerrone, Donald Cerrone returns against uh, Justin Gaethje. Uh, very very interesting, very very fun fight. I'm really curious to see what will happen with this one. I uh, I'm really curious to see how Gaethje handles Cerrone, how Cerrone handles Gaethje, despite the training, despite what you've heard. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I can't wait to see what happens. Anyways, that fight will be exciting. I can't wait for it. And, you know, it's going to be this Saturday. Don't miss it. I mean, who do I think is going to win? Hmm. I mean, it's a close fight, obviously. I mean, it's a fun, I mean, obviously close on paper. You know, it's a, a clash of really exciting styles. Cerrone comes to bring it. Gaethje comes to bring it. Cerrone is an absolute badass. You know, his his amazing reinvention of himself in his last his last, you know, handful of fights. He's he's obviously won and lost a couple of them, but you know, he's looked overall when he wins, he wins and um you know, he looks fantastic when he does it, you know, say what he want, say what you want, but you know, regardless of Cerrone wins or loss, wins or loses, every time Donald Cerrone comes to fight, everyone's tuning in to watch him. He's great, obviously. Um, he's a fan-friendly guy. He's a really interesting, entertaining, and, you know, wild man. You know, he likes to do crazy shit during fight week and, you know, potentially, like, 
put himself in harm's way, and he has, he's had some crazy stories, man, and he's definitely, you know, a, a wild man, and really entertaining, and really badass fighter, and he's definitely earned every single dime of his post-fight, and, and performance of the night bonuses, knockout of the night, you know, fight of the night bonuses, and, you know, Cerrone definitely has put that work in, and definitely is Hall of Fame material, I definitely, I'm definitely excited for this fight, um, Curious to see how Cerrone looks after his fight with Ferguson. That fight was uh, stemming up to be very, very exciting. And obviously, Tony Ferguson's... Uh, was it Tony Ferguson's last two fights? Pettis versus Ferguson? Yeah, that's crazy. Pettis broke his hand against Tony Ferguson. Which that, that was turning out to be an excellent fight, too. And then you go fast forward, Tony Ferguson versus... Tony Ferguson versus, what the fuck? I just I just draw a blank, drew a blank. Oh, Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cerrone. And you know Cerrone blows his uh blow uh blows his nose. Good thing he got a broken nose, and Cerrone broke his uh blew his nose, and his eye swelled up, and they stopped the fight. And that fight was turning uh turning out to be excellent as well too. And for those who don't know, this is part two of Kicking It with a King. Episode 200. Yes, we are back. Episode 200. Thank you guys for joining in. If you guys are asking why this is part two and I said that, is that because I actually had to go in the middle of the show. So I saved the audio. I kept the audio. And I just remembered the exact spot that I was at. And then here we are, part two, in the studio. In the office, in the famous place that I look at every single time that I do the show, for the most part. Um, but yeah, we're here. Excited. And, you know, how about that introduction about Donald Cerrone? That got me a little bit more excited about the fights. I haven't really necessarily looked at all the videos. And I know there's videos on YouTube, like pre-fights and stuff, you know, fight breakdowns. I don't. I mean, I like them, but I just like to see a damn good fight. I'm not that deep in it like that. I mean, I mean, I am super deep, but like I like to watch the embedded and and certain things and the fights before that. But excuse me, I just don't. I don't know. That's not my thing. Hold on, I'm gonna answer a text message. Baby mama. Hmm. Can you hear me typing? I type like super fucking fast. Why do you think my tweets come out? When I send when I send my tweets out, they're highly excessive. And in a second, I'm gonna give you guys my prediction. Let me just finish this fucking text message. Plenty respect. Um. Love. Um. What qualities are important to you in a relationship? Hmm, let's see. Loyalty, respect, love, commitment, and being open-minded to be able... Wait, that makes no sense. Um, let me just re redo that. You guys hear me read a fucking text message on here. Don't ask the question. 
what qualities are important to you in a relationship? I'm curious. I'm, 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 it's funny, though, that I don't answer questions here on this podcast. I mean, I, I most part for the most part, do this show on my own. If I have guests, if I want to talk with someone, I will occasionally on the phone or, you know, fortunately, if I'm able to in, in person. Um, but I'm just so busy to where I can't have those kinds of connections and stuff. And I just I don't have time for all that. But, um, you know, answering questions like that would be cool. Like if anybody had questions or any crazy shit like that, I would answer them. I, I mean, I'll just give my opinions and shit like that. that that's the thing. I just I keep it real on, on this podcast. I talk about everything and uh. You know, I mean, I would do questions, but just, I don't, I don't, I just like to get in, sit down, chill, have a good time, and here we are, episode 200, baby. I just poured me a glass of spiced rum. You guys, just so you guys, fun fact, it's going to sound amateurish, but Captain Morgan's my favorite spiced rum. It was my first bottle. It was my, actually, no, I think... That fucking cinnamon shit was my first. Because an ex bought me that for my 21st birthday. And uh, it was a cinnamon one. What What's the name of the cinnamon one? Fireball. Fireball, right? Yeah, Fireball. The hot one. I got so drunk on that shit one time. Oof. Thinking about it, it's too sweet now. It's like, ooh, I don't drink. I don't like to eat all that sweet shit. Or drink all that sweet shit. And it's, I don't eat a lot of sweet shit either, though. Um... But yeah, I'm pouring a glass of that. Um, I had about probably like close to five edibles. I went to the um, shop earlier in between part one and part two of the show. How how iconic is that? I went to the fucking store in the middle of this podcast. Since you've heard me on this podcast, I've been to the weed shop. And right now, I've I've already been to the weed shop. And when I first turned the show on, and I, I, I did, I talked in the beginning of the show. I hadn't been to the weed shop. I haven't, and I poured myself a drink. I'm not in my office looking at all my knickknacks on on the desk. No, that's what makes this episode so iconic. The rest of the shows you guys have been hearing have been me straightforward. That's what makes this episode so awesome. I've done it the whole time, like, oh, an hour straight or however long it is, and I never stopped. But this one, I did. But we're here seven minutes in, and we're still having a great time. This shit's hella fun, though. I really enjoy it. Anyways, let me finish this text message. I hate that I haven't sent this to her. She's probably waiting. It's been, like, uh, almost 30 minutes. Oh, my fucking God. That's how much I talk, dude. What the fuck? Loyalty, respect, love, commitment, and being open-minded to... Here, understand and grow along with me. Sorry, I was thinking really deeply. I wonder if she knows I was doing the podcast. I didn't even know I was going to do the podcast. Oh. I just answer my. I hate. I hate leaving friends without uh t- texting back, and I just chose an unfortunate time to do it. Episode two hundred. We're partying on this motherfucker. I need to go get those edibles. We need to finish those. I wish there was someone in here partying with me though. It's no fun. It's no fun doing this shit alone. But 
we can't waste any time here. I've been waiting to get to episode 200 for a very, very long time. So next week, we're gonna it's going to be post-200, 201, 202. We're just going to keep on going, dude. I've been in this shit since 2015, so salute. This is a late... Uh, this is a late salute to five long years. This is a salute to, to since 2015, we've been hot. This show came to me while I was running on a fucking bike trail in my old hometown, where I used to live, not my old hometown, but where I used to fucking live, okay, you get what I mean? Um, I was running, and I just decided... I'm tired of writing about MMA, talking about it. You know what? Tweet about it now, present day, and give my thoughts and stuff and more educated about it versus back then. But at this point in time, I'm so passionate about the sport. And I'm like, I want to talk about it. And that's how I created the show. That's why we're here today. We've stayed here. I've lived in multiple places, multiple cities. And I mean... I've been all over the place. I've had I have had a crazy time. We've we've had a crazy ride within the show. The show's had crazy ups and downs. I mean, at one point I said I was retired. At one point I had bad things going on in the background. Bullshit ass people that I had to cut out of my life, and and. My show wasn't going as smoothly as possible. I was stopping doing the show for about a month or so. Oh, my God. I was dying inside. Seeing everybody's shows come out, I'm like, fuck, man. That's why I was behind. That's why episode 200 was delayed. But we still kept going. We are back and we are on fire. 2020, we are going to be in fuego. I can't wait for this one. This one's going to be exciting. All right. Keeping it going here. Episode 200. Just so you guys know, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I want to keep in contact. It's fun talking with fight fans and fellow MMA families on them and everybody, fans, everybody, um, and all the cool people. Been a hell of a motherfucking day. Okay. I'm an excessive texter. I text all the time. What did you think of my... Answer. Okay, we're back. Okay, baby, we're back. I promise. I'm sorry if I if I pissed anybody off hearing my constant tapping in your ear. It was like... Anyways. Moving on. Fuck. If you could choose any fighter to train with for a day, who would it be and what aspect would you focus on? Interesting question. I saw that. Someone posted that and this caught my eye. Uh, 
Dominic Cruz. Because defense, footwork, movement, counter-striking, in and out, cutting angles, cutting people off, pressuring them, strikes to take down, take down defense, defense, moving your head. You know, fighting with one of the best minds in the world, learning. Or Khabib. I'm not just saying that because he fought. I mean, damn, he's just so amazing when it comes to grappling and, 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 his, and his takedowns and, you know, just just feeling what, what, what it feels like. Obviously, he's going to be super strong and completely just out-maul us. Most of, us. most of the people in the world could probably out-wrestle. Khabib is something special, dude. Khabib is, uh, I haven't seen anybody. Khabib's like a fucking animal. Khabib's like a, a, a human bear. There's nobody that can stop him. Why hasn't there been anybody that can stop him? Why hasn't there been anybody that can stop Khabib? If there's somebody... Hey, Alright, I'm just going to say it like this. Okay, everybody that's listening to this, answer my question. Who can beat Khabib and why? If Tony can't, who can? I would bet that Tony would. I would pick Tony Ferguson in that fight just for the hell of it. Just to prove people wrong. Dude, I am fucking high. Shout out to all my stoners out there. All those people. Um... Obviously, I haven't smoked all day. Today's been actually a fucking crazy-ass day. Like I said, biggest episode ever. Not biggest episode, but, like, one of those inter- interesting and entertaining episodes, I'd like to say. Um, how long have we been on? We've been on, like, nearly an hour. Not really. Not really too long, but long enough. Introducing the new iPad computer, unlike any computer. Oh, all this new Apple shit came out. Mm. Ooh, Steven Thompson versus Vicente Luque has been added to UFC 244 in New York City. Mm, that's, that's a real big step up for Luque. That'll be a real test to see if he really belongs at the top of the heap. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this shit. I just read something. To, for, shout out to G from Woe TV, but that I I just read a funny ass tweet. She was hilarious, dude. She said I didn't like quote I didn't like Bellator two twenty six at all. It was sad as fuck and anticlimactic. Now two twenty five was the shit, but two twenty six was awful, yo. Also. Also, find Bader some heavyweights that are going to test him. He beat up Czech Congo like he slept with his wife twice. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so funny. Oh, man. Oh, man, I got to respond. Oh, man. I got a refill. <sighs> yep, we're at the desk, though. I'm at the normal spot that I normally do the show at. I got to go get some more ice, though. So in the meantime, you guys should listen to my show. Listen to my music.
Here, I'm going to play something while I... You guys are going to listen to my playlist while I go get some ice. I can't drink, have my drinks without ice. It's episode 200, motherfuckers. Squad. What do what you guys listen to? Then again, it's my show, so I should put anything I feel like on. Here, just listen to this, actually. I don't know where you guys are from, though, so I don't know if anybody will get offended, but, uh... I'll just play a song. I'll play some something uh going on here what the fuck is this playing for my bad i'm just kidding that was brought to you by your mama don't get offended guys twitter don't get offended please don't get offended the world's so sensitive nowadays why is the world so sensitive nowadays jesus christ why can't we all just have our own opinions. Why can't we just enjoy each other's company? If we could do that, I think life would be a lot better, man. <laughs> just fucking looking at Twitter, looking at people argue online, dude. It's like a cesspool, dude. It's a cesspool of, of drama, negativity, and bullshit. Now it's all coming together, man. I mean, I fuck with Twitter and Instagram, but <laughs> I don't fuck with Facebook. Or I mean, I don't fuck with all that arguing and all that bullshit. So, if you got anything to say, like on Twitter, I don't really, I don't pay attention to it. If I get smack talk, I just block it or uh, mute it or laugh. These people are fucking idiots online, so I, mean, I don't engage with all that bullshit. All that shit online's bullshit, bro. I don't pay attention to none of that. <sighs> I mean, that's all it is online. Everyone's arguing. Everyone's racist. 
Oh, negativity. I mean, it's the world, but everyone hates America. Everyone talks about Trump. Everyone's against gay people. Everyone's so anti-human nowadays. Everyone's so weird. Society's changed. The way people are has changed. Society has changed. Everything's been so different. It's a lot different now. All this shit's new to me. I mean, I've always, like, known about what goes on and shit in the world. But all this new shit that comes out. I mean, racism's always been there. It's been there since I was born, before I was born, man. For sure, like, a couple generations back. But it was Hello? Hello? Hello, motherfucker, I heard somebody. Am I just high? Am I just tripping? Is there a ghost in this house? Is there a ghost, is there a ghost in the fucking room? Can you hear one? <laughs> yeah, but... It's a good gig, I think. Oh yeah, I got some drinks. I'm more higher than anything, that's why. We're just chilling here. Episode 200, baby. Francis, can you give me some more booze, eh? I need me some more booze. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Who the fuck is texting my phone so goddamn much? Son of a bitch, I don't want to talk to you. Wait, I don't know what this, the hell this is. I don't know if anyone's ever got this on Instagram or is familiar with it. But do you get these weird, freaky, fucking sex bots on on Instagram? Like you get uh, message requests and it says inbox Re- message requests. You can choose to look at them, delete them, accept them or not, or decline them or block them. I get all these requests of these people all having weird sex freaking conversations and weird sexual fucking, I don't know, it's fucking weird, dude, I don't even include myself in there, I'm not, like, in that kind of shit, it's weird, I'm like, what the hell, that's why my shit keeps vibrating, the phone, the phone keeps vibrating, what the hell, it's just weird, let me turn this shit off, it's fucking weird, people, people on Instagram are weird, they need to work to untag me out of that shit, security needs to be better, Twitter needs a fucking edit button, I've said that for hella long, Ice, you hear the ice? You hear the ice? <sighs> it's bang energy. You guys ever have this? You guys can't see it, but bang is a uh, fucking awesome. Potent bang, potent brain and body fuel. Episode. This is a not episode. What the fuck? I was looking at something that said episode, but um. Bang, potent brain brain and body fuel. Sourheads. Flavor sourheads. I get kind of nervous reading when I when I feel I feel like I'm being watched, so that's why I was like getting all shaky when I was coming down to that. But uh Yeah, other than that, man. Watch the fights. Had a crazy ass party. I know it was football Sunday. Um Ate some good food. 
We drank, obviously, Football Sunday. First football, I think it was like the 100th football game or, so, or thousandth or something. I don't pay attention to football, man. It's just, it's it's fun to watch it, but it's like, I'm not going to go and, and follow all of them. I'm only, it's, it's, it's someone like the UFC to me. And what I mean by that is like, I follow only the, the people everyone's talking about. The popular people. The most popular, most highest paid guys, the best guys in the NFL. That's those people I'm going to watch. Those are the people I'm going to pay attention to. It's essentially like a, a fan, being a fanboy in the NFL, I guess I can say that. But, I mean, I just watch all the sports. It's fun to watch all these people go back and forth. And, you know, it's obviously not the safest. Neither is mixed martial arts, boxing, Muay Thai. It's all dangerous. Um... Other than that, no. I don't know. I didn't do anything else. Last week's show was pretty good, too. Um, uh, damn, there's still a lot left. I think I'm drinking more uh, energy drink than uh, actual um, spiced rum. I don't remember if I said that, but I was drinking this because it's a celebration, motherfuckers. Episode 200. I've been, like I said, I've been here for five years. Um, look to keep going, man. Keep keep on going and see where we keep on. I mean, I'm not see where we keep on going. I'm obviously going to keep on going, but it's fun uh, to keep on doing this, man. I, I keep getting better and my skills keep obviously improving. I feel like, you know, I feel like it's easy to easy to connect with people, you know, you can connect with people, you can have the same, obviously, entertain the same opinions, you know, have a little bit of the same conversations, give your thoughts on it, get, uh, give your two cents, and everything else about it, and, um, you know, it's like a huge family, you know, I'll be happy for these guys in different ways, and guys and girls, obviously, I'm not singling anybody out, but we could be happy for all these people in all these different ways. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, the sport has grown tremendously. And a lot of the fights have, too. And fighters and the performances. All of that. Most definitely. So, fuck, I'm so fucking high. Oh no, Phil, those edibles. I had some edibles earlier. I bought them. And, um. They're watermelon flavored. I don't remember what they're called. I have a new package in my actual bag. I should go get them. They're right here, probably like right next to me. Are they over here? Oh, let's see. Let me see. I'm in my office. I'm in my office. Here we are. Here's a bag. Here's a goodie bag. What do we got here? I didn't buy any weed from the shop today. By the, by the way, like going into that shop, the whole everything that I've done in this whole podcast is crazy because I've been in like two locations. Like I was saying, oh, I still got a whole thing full of edibles still. Uh, district edibles. This is the one I got. These are blue raspberry, um, THC level. Um, 10 milligrams, alright, I mean, they give you a little buzz, 
10 pieces per box, 100 milligrams THC per box. So the place I went to is called Connected. It had a, a a sale going on. I guess I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I guess they're just having sales. You know, it was just a sale. I walked in there. They had a fucking sale. I asked for edibles. And they had a sale. I still have a little strip of them though. I was gonna have one on the show just to say that I had one. We have two left in this pack. There's like ten of them, and I ate all of them. So if there's one left, how many did I eat? Technically, it's nine. Now it's nine. But I had nine of these. It's only 10 milligrams, though, dude. Usually I would eat edibles and be fucking smashed. I'm already smashed, man. Because this is a fucking celebration. And I've never done this before. But, you know, I'll get something stronger. Just so I don't have to eat a lot of them, you know? And I still have this to drink. I have to finish my drink and everything. So. Everyone's gunning for this Poirier versus Connor fight. I mean, I mean, I want to see it, but I want to think what Connor thinks about it. <laughs> I'm just reading something. Hmm. Just reading something. So the new iPhones came out. Ah, that's what I was looking at. That's what I was trying to think about earlier that I forgot about. Oh, I mean, I didn't mean for it to cut off or anything, but what I was saying about the iPhones, I wanted to look at them. I wanted to see, like, what they had, what they were, what the new iPhones look like. I mean, I'm not going to get one. I don't fucking like it and all the brand new shit all the time. Every time it comes out, all you guys just go out there and get it. Everyone goes and gets it because it's the thing that happens. Everyone's going to go do it. Everyone does it. You know how, I wonder how cheap it is to really make it. I wanna, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to Google that. Because all these people go and get all these iPhones. I just want to know how much they're really worth. And if you don't know, why wouldn't you want to know? So I'm going to say it. On air. Episode 200. Kicking it with the king. For those of you who don't know, my name is Gabe Hernandez. This is an intermission, bitches. You didn't know what you're listening to. I'm sorry if I bore you guys. I've been on the phone with people before and they're falling asleep. Friends. Ex-girlfriends. General people fall asleep because... I just have... I don't know if that's a bad thing though, dude. If they fall asleep. What was I going to look th- What was I going to look up? Backtrack. Fat, backtrack. Backtrack. I'm going to use the time stone real quick and go back. See what I uh, missed. What I was going to think. What I was going to look up. Fuck, dude. I forgot. 
These gummies killed me. Are killing me. District edibles. Dude, you know what the thing is? I had the hardest... You guys are fucking laughing. Don't fucking... Don't judge me. Um, but I had the hardest fucking time opening that shit. Because, you know, it's childproof. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No pun intended. Fuck you. No pun intended. Fuck you. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. I was going to break that shit open, dude. I, I don't know if there was a specific way to open it. But I was just trying to open it. And it didn't even open until I really, like, struggled. I didn't buy any weed. All I bought was, like, a couple of these pens. However, I've been seeing them in the news lately and stuff. And fuck it. One day we're all going to die. Fuck it. I'm going to enjoy every moment. I'm going to still enjoy them. I do need to buy a weed, but I feel like I smoke it too much. I don't want to smell like weed. It makes our room smell. I don't want to be like, I, I want to smoke it, but I don't want it to smell all over the place. I like being inconspicuous. I know they put chemicals and shit and all that, and it's poisoning your body and all that, but the fuck it, man. Gotta enjoy life. You gotta grab life by the balls sometimes, you know? You know what I mean? Get what I fucking mean? You gotta grab life by the balls. Not care about what people have to say about what you do. As long as you work hard, folks. As long as you work hard, everything you want will come your way. And that's today's positive message. Now back to the show. I'm going to answer a text message live again, part two. I thought your answer was beautiful because you believe in loyalty. Respect, love, and commitment shows that you're an amazing person. That's a beautiful thing to say to me. But yeah, I'm not gonna eat. Any, I don't think I'm gonna eat any of these edibles today. The rest of them. I had a joint earlier. Here's a tube. Mmm, smells so good. What was that? Grateful Dave. Indoor flower. Hybrid. No wonder I had so much fucking insane energy earlier. Earlier was was terrible, dude. Earlier was like the worst day ever. I'm not even going to talk about it. It was terrible, dude. Fucking terrible. <laughs> that was like one of the monks, the worst times earlier that I ever had. And I don't think so. Uh, I'm, I wish you could see my conversations are pretty interesting, dude. <laughs> this one's funny. This conversation's funny. 
was talking about how they got the edibles, and there's a specific conversation I was having, and I'm like, I like to get into detail sometimes, and I'm like, I can't get into detail when I'm high like that. Future jobs don't come and listen to this podcast. Episode 200, don't come listen to this podcast. I will be exposed. If I take a drug test, man, that would be terrible for me, probably. I don't know. (sighs) Whatever happens, happens. just talking about episode two i'm literally texting about the podcast so if it's like really quiet and stuff i wonder how many fucking people would get bored of this shit and if anyone even likes it it's, it's probably boring as fuck i'm just chilling here having a great time you can turn it off if you want from this from this point in time great time so far We're having a fucking party on episode 200. Two hundred episodes. So every week there was an episode of the podcast, so Ugh, I'm pretty tired, exhausted. I think I'm just so comfortable. I want to fall asleep. <laughs> it's just like, then I feel really comfortable, man. Who does some of these people's social media? Like, they use a lot of the young kids' terms. Damn, I need to step it up. Fuck. This shit's strong, dude. I had a party today. It's been a party today. Do you know I had 10 of those edibles today? The, basically one pack of the edibles. There's 10 of them in there. 10 pieces per box. And I smoke a joint too. And... My head is going to fall off. (laughs) Dude, this shit is fucking awesome. I love it. It's the best. (sighs) Tired. (sighs) Anyways, guys. Is there anything else? I think it's time to call it a day because we know we need 
obviously we've been on here for like an hour and a long time, so pretty exhausted and pretty fucked up, dude. I don't know, like just like celebration. Um, it's been fun, and cheers to more years. Episode two hundred one. We've made the mark, man. For me, it's big because I had a personal goal of getting to 200 episodes. Now, i got to get to 300. Are you ready for it? I think the end credits are coming up. Thank you guys for joining us. Episode 200, baby. The rest of the day, probably going to watch binge watch TV shows and shit like that. Nothing else. The rest of this week, obviously, will be busy for me. Obviously, plan to eat some good food and shit like that. And really enjoy myself like that. Enjoy life. Good vibes. A good time. And everything else under the sun. We've had a party today. We've had fun. May not even stop. You guys may think we've stopped, but if we don't stop this show, we're going to go into making history today. Because on today's episode, funniest part, the biggest thing about this is I've recorded this in two locations. Two locations. One enclosed location and one disclosed location. I can't disclose the second one. Just don't want to. I can't. You already know where I was. My first one was not my office. Okay. But the second one. I two dis do two dislo do's two disclosed locations. Hour two hours. Actually, like, probably three hours. Three hours uh, apart. So, part one. I don't know if I said it earlier. Too high to remember. But I, I said when we had part two. I think it was like 12 minutes ago, was it? Right? It's only, it's only been 12 minutes. But, uh, yeah, like I said... It would be cool, but we've already made history so far. I mean, obviously, like I said, part one, I even go to the weed shop. Part two, I'm here. Part two, we're we're cheering. We're having a salute, and we're having a great time, and we're going to continue to do that. Episode two on one next week, and episode segments later on this week. And there we have it. That's all. Episode 200, guys. You guys know where to find me. G, the King MMA on Twitter and Instagram. I appreciate you guys, MMA, Twitter, everybody, all these people, all these motherfuckers, everyone on the planet, all you bitch-ass haters. Sound like I was just spitting out a rap. Realistically, I would beat the fuck out of all you guys when it comes to uh, riding me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm going to be humble right here, but... Uh, I would realistically, I'm very, very, very good with writing music, and and it's a very big passion of mine. Considering that I write a lot, 
And I would really school some people or really put some people's minds in shock when it comes to seeing what I can do. But anyways, you guys can follow me, like I said, on Twitter and Instagram at G the King MMA. Facebook.com slash Gabriel King Hernandez. Follow our podcast page on Instagram at KWTKPod on Instagram. One more time, KWTKPod on Instagram and Twitter. And thank you to Anchor, Anchor Radio. Shout out to Anchor. It's held it down for all these years that I've had it now. I'm thankful for it. Like I said, if you guys want to start your own podcast, if you're interested, you can download the Anchor app in your Android phone or your iPhone an app store, Google Play store, wherever device you use, go and download the Anchor app. It's the best app you can use. It can guide you through everything, every step of the way. Audio messages, audio voice guides you through it every step of the way. It's impossible to not to know how to use it. It helps you literally through it every step of the way. I am thankful for it keeping my podcast alive. It's very easy to use. You can connect your bank account. And and so forth. I can't wait. Can't wait to be back. We'll be back later on this week. And if not, I'm sorry and I necessarily apologize. But we will see what happens, folks. So one last time. G the King out. Have a good week, guys.